Alistair Crowley, read by Jerome Hansen. Calling himself the Great Beast, Edward Alexander Crowley, Alistair to the world, helped bring black magic into the 20th century. He called it magic, the old spelling, not to be confused with stage magic. Born into a fundamentalist Scottish home in October 1847, Crowley resented the confines placed upon him. Edward, if your values like skin, lad, they'll not lay back so much. Aye, Eddie, it's like soul we're concerned with. Edward, now come on, it's time for church. Not for me, it isn't, Father. There was more for him. He believed with Satan. He began to dabble in what is called high or great magic. The magic that comes from the ancient dark mysticism of the world. Hear me, Satan. Hear me, Osiris and Anubis. From ancient Egypt, from the Jewish Kabbalah, from eons of witchcraft and black, black magic. Crowley began his quest for the truth of evil. Still in his 20s, Crowley joined the Paris-based Hermetic Order of the Golden Dawn, who mixed ritual with magic and the alchemist's search for the ultimate power, the Philosopher's Stone. Pierre thought my elixir tasted quite good. Then, what's the problem? Well, it made his hair and fingernails fall out. Idiot. When the Hermetic Order faltered about 1900, Crowley was sent to take over the London Lodge and was swiftly rejected by the dying order. Idiots. When he was through with the Golden Dawn, he began to discover that magic, magic, wasn't about chemistry. Magic is about drugs and sex. Crowley bought a house near the monster-ridden depths of Loch Ness and began his experiments in sexual magic. The summoned demons, it was said, drove Crowley's servant into a murderous insanity Villagers whispered of human sacrifice. Crowley roamed the world, adding to his repertoire of the sexual and occult, and to his identities. As a yogi, for example, he was known as Mahatma Guru Sri Paramahansa Shivaji. The power! The power! He became irresistible to his acolytes. There. Have no fear. His motto, do what thou wilt, shall be the whole of the law. He founded an order of his own, Argentinium Astrum, the Silver Star. Hear me, hear the great beast. The great beast, the Antichrist, Satan, or perhaps just another psychopath. <laughs> In 1920, Crowley established an abbey in Sicily, where he and his followers continued their occult journey of sexual exploration. 
do as thou wilt. Within a year, he became too much, even for Sicily, and was sent back to England. Turn them into frogs. The British press both loved and hated Crowley. Idiots, I am the great beast. But when the stock market crash of 1929 came, the great beast went bust, like everybody else. Crowley was bankrupt. The good times were finished. Master, are you there? But he kept teaching. Come in, my dear. Do what thou wilt. There is nothing to be afraid of. He was always a dangerous man. Dangerous even after his death in 1947. Witness the Pasadena garage of Caltech rocket propulsion scientist Jack Parsons, June 1952. A mysterious explosion killed Parsons. Well, it must have mixed cordite and fluminate of mercury. Hard to believe. Him a chemist and all. Hard to believe, indeed. It was the homunculus. Jack was trying to make Crowley's homunculus. The homunculus. The tiny, artificial man who would impart vast magical powers to his creator. Or not! Crowley had planted booby traps in all his published magical texts through these means and others. The great beast lives on.